We've inadvertently created the divine right of kings again, because <laughs> the, one of the most inbred monarchs of Austria-Hungary, Ferdinand I, nice. uh, is, is chiefly famous, chiefly remembered in Austria for demanding a, a kind of dumpling that was out of season and impossible to make. Mm -hmm. And his exercise of his royal prerogative was, Ich bin der Kaiser und ich will Nerdl. I'm the king and I want my dumplings. And that, <laughs> what we've done is we've shifted this at like down one increment of wealth. So now it's not just the Kaiser who gets to do that, but it's yep. some guy in his garden. That's very pleasing to me. Yeah. I, I think that the, the, the divine right of kings analogy is, is absolutely right, because so many of the startups we, we talk about are startups that are started up by people who've gotten rich some other way. Mm. Again, usually because they'll do something like what actually makes a tech startup successful, usually, yeah. is if the technology that they deploy somehow is able to um, uh, casualize or disempower labor, circumvent a regulation, or save a cost, not through a process or efficiency saving, but through a designate, designatory or regulatory saving, because mm. it's managing to circumvent or undermine yeah, something by being very a technology boring. company. Yeah. yeah, that's quite dull. And those usually uh, end up making quite a bit of money. Mm. But and it's, I, it's, like, uh, it's like being a movie director. You, ha you do the comic book movie so that you can make the artsy thing that you really want to make. Yeah. <laughs> And, oh, um, and so, by the way, oh yeah, uh, ask me about my favorite Ferdinand the First of Austria story because I have a favorite. <laughs> it wasn't I think the what's dumpling have one. To be, I can't believe it's not the dumpling one. <laughs> it's not the dumpling one. It is 1848. The revolutions are sweeping Europe. Uh, a mob of Austrians appear at the gates of the palace to mm. dispossess him of his throne, and von Metternich, the Chancellor, says. Uh, the, you know, there's a, there's a mob outside your majesty. They're breaking down the gates. They're going to depose you and the monarchy. And Ferdinand I of Austria says, they're not allowed to do that, are they? <laughs> that is 100% true. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, Bobby Healy is allowed to fill our sky with pointless mm. drones yeah. because he once experienced a minor inconvenience. Yes. At it's, you know what, if I, I think of it more like um, a psychotic friend who helps you in ways that fuck with you. Mm, okay. Right? Like, I don't know. So if um, Alice thinks of this in terms of divine right of kings, yeah. I'm thinking of this in terms of psycho friend. Kieran, how do, you, how do you paint this phenomenon? This is like Bobby Healy 100% benefited from the like property collapse in the 70s when we like unpegged our currency from the Irish pound or from the British pound pound sterling uh bought property in Dublin city center for like i don't know 2 pounds and then has just reaped the benefits ever since and now can just pursue any flight of fancy except 
get chips whenever he wants. <laughs> well, the one, no, the one thing fancy. forbidden to him. Yeah. Like, I, I love, I love, I, I feel like that is the parochial aspect here. Is if you're an American billionaire, the the thing that is forbidden to you is it gets really dark. You end up on some little Saint James shit. But like, if you're a billionaire or even a millionaire in Ireland, mm. and you want the thing that is forbidden to you, it is, I guess chips but it's light the the other thing is i want to point out that like satanta sports which is like ireland's like sports station after a certain hour will just play um like competitive drone racing and he definitely <laughs> fell asleep with that on mm. and that entered oh. into his dreamscape oh yeah this is someone who's given himself a subliminal message <laughs> uh, purely by accident so he says we are on the cusp of the fifth industrial revolution, powered by what drones. What were the other, like, three in the middle that I missed? Uh, oh shit, no, I know this. There's uh, the first one, which computer, we all know. Uh, uh, the, the robot dog that Sony made, the Ibo. <laughs> that, that was, nobody knows why, but that was an industrial revolution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them was just an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, interestingly... And, and then uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, absolutely. These are, these have been our industrial revolutions, and Britain and Ireland are both going to be on on the fourth industrial revolution, according to Jacob Rees Mogg's book that we read yesterday in an episode that's coming out in a while. Mm. Industrial uh, revolutions preview, favored preview, the preview. Irish greatly, uh, according <laughs> to Jacob Rees Mogg. They did. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he was like, yes, the the British used improving land practices, the, um, <laughs> the stem fields of Athenry. Uh, anyway. So yeah, I, I, he says this. That's not the best thing of this uh, of this quote here. We are on the cusp of the fifth industrial revolution, powered by drones, and our intention with Mana is to make drone delivery as pervasive as. What does he want to make it as pervasive as? Oh, the internet. Uh, nope, too predictable. The spinning Kieran. Jenny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hilarious. Yes, he wants to make the drone delivery today's steam loom <laughs> <laughs> because it will be filled. It'll be filled with children who are replacing the parts. Yes. Hmm. Uh, Running water is the answer. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm, I, I'm going to have to argue with my landlord about my right to have it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I, I'm on the I'm on board with Healy's vision of the future, where I can turn on the drone tap in my house. <laughs> and just, just a bunch of yeah. eighty mile an hour helicopter blades yeah. coming out right next to your fingers. But then, yeah, knowing these, the Irish rental market, the hot drone tap will just always be shite. <laughs> Yeah, these these people are so good at metaphors. Uh, that's because they're all STEM STEM nerds. Mm. I, uh, I anyway. too remember when my grandma would yell at me to turn off the drone immersion. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's uh, that's mana. It's uh, five million dollars for some guy's stupid flight of fancy that seems right now to be clogging up the skies over University College Dublin, delivering fripperies. That's beautiful. That's at the, eighty the, kilometers an hour. Yeah, delightful. Uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna get one heat wave, and this whole thing is going to collapse, and everyone's just going to get like milk slurry delivered to them. <laughs> yeah, just Delicious. just an elaborate prank on Dublin, uh, just to like cover large segments of it in like milk. Like, I I think you really could re review the entire venture capital based like startup economy. As a series of pranks, like one mm. of our listeners, um, they they had a bevy in their office, and just all of its 
every single flavor is dog shit. It's all awful, um, apparently. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, so can you, I, yeah, you, wanted, you wanted water? Well, here's a very elaborate way to get some that like, gives you little tokens for your progress. And by the way, it's like mint grape flavor. Fuck you. This is the Bam Margera economy. I really, I really do like the idea in 40 years time when like Web Summit, the largest tech conference in Europe, has moved to a new tax shelter in like the Sultan of Brunei or something. Um, just like fucking Ashton Kutcher is just going to roll out on a respirator and tell the entire world they've been punked at the end of the... Yeah, uh, Ashton Kutcher <laughs> looking like Baron Harkonnen. Yes. Is, yeah. <laughs> I, and it turns out the whole thing was a punking. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I, I would like to now move on uh, to uh, from from this. I, I don't know. I, can is is this related to the political situation in in Ireland at all? <laughs> these very fast drones. I find it. I because I, I I'll say this. I found it at turns um, worrisome, then very exciting, then very confusing. Yeah, that's and totally right. I'm trying to avoid getting depressed. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the continuous struggle. I mean, the, the the actual segue there would be the uh would be the student campus thing because it it's kind of kicking off in Ireland at the moment where basically all the students are protesting because just after the election they kind of announced all the major campuses in Ireland kind of announced they were going to up the rent on the already like incredibly exploitative rents for student accommodation. Um, so now that's all kicking off. But mm. uh, and Sinn Fein. Well, let's. Yeah. I would say let's uh, let's let's take a step back. Kieran, can you give us a little bit of background? Yeah, we first set up of all, the, what is Ireland? We, <laughs> so we we set up the basics of the Irish election on our episode with uh, Michael Fry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm hoping you can sort of tell us what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, what happened? Right, the election happened. It it went off kind of without a hitch. Some hilarious things happened. Um, so no CIA intervention then. No CIA mm. intervention. I'm largely of the opinion that Ireland is so small that they don't really factor us into it. Um, <laughs> it's like whenever I see the propaganda of like Russia being like, "Oh, we could take Poland in a couple of days," they just skip over the Baltics because they're just like, "Yeah, mm. we'll, what's, we'll do that in two hours." But um, yeah, so what happened was um, everyone went out to vote, and there was basically a very firm rejection of the two monster parties, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael. Um, for a good example of this is there's only been three times in history where a constituency in Ireland didn't at least send one Fine Fáil or Fine Gael candidate. Um, two of those times were this election. So <laughs> that's good. 